Hey everybody, welcome to Glendale, Arizona. This is Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. Clemson 29, Ohio State 23 in the Fiesta Bowl, the college football playoff semifinal. The perfect season is gone for the Buckeyes. Ryan Day has his first loss. The national title hopes uh, are gone. This is Tim May. That's Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward for Letterman Row. Guys, we'll be uh, the fans, the Buckeyes, everybody involved with this one, our coverage. It's all going to be about what if, the opportunities that the Buckeyes had that got away. A couple of touchdowns, a couple uh, reviews, a couple of strange calls, an ejection, and all of a sudden you're talking about 29-23 in a game that Ohio State could have easily dominated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what I what I remember most, I remember a lot of those uh, replay review situations. But of course, some things kind of came right for them in a in a call situation later in the game, uh, uh, holding in the defense secondary. But what I'll remember is them sort of squandering four great opportunities in the first half where they could have been up 21 nothing for sure. 28 nothing possibly, settling for three field goals and uh, one touchdown. You know, the J.K. Dobbins dive for a pass that he, basically they ruled he didn't catch firmly yeah. enough. If he was uh, running the ball. Great call. If he was running and then the, the ball screen pass the to the left. And if he was running the ball into the end zone and dropped it the way he did, it's a touchdown. Yeah, or if he'd hit the pylon with it as he caught it, yeah. it probably would have been a touchdown. Yeah. But there were some strange interpretations of rules, not the least of which was the strip Jeffrey Okuda had of Justin Ross that Jordan Fuller picked up in return for a touchdown. And upon further review, that also was reversed. I don't know any other way to talk about it, Brian, but it's just this Clemson curse that Ohio State played more certainly well enough to win this game. And then you just have so many weird things happen. Well, number one is Ohio State essentially had four turnovers. Two of them are questionable because they were ruled turnovers by officiating. I, I get that maybe there was a running into a punter. It didn't look like a roughing to me. I, I saw a punter jump into Cam Brown and was not hit. He was just sort of bumped into. That would have been a fourth down that would have still required a punt uh, if they didn't call the roughing. Obviously, the, the targeting call on Sean Wade, that was a play that ended a drive and Clemson down 16 nothing at that point. Yes, should have been 28 nothing, no doubt about it. Like Ohio State could have been up 28 nothing in this game and probably should have been. They had a missed holding call on the first uh, drive of the day for the Buckeyes that resulted in a field goal. K.J. Hill was tackled in the end zone by Kayvon Wallace, who did that multiple times throughout the game. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just one of those things where this game was nowhere near as close as it should have been uh, or because the Buckeyes should have been up 28 nothing. It was as close. It, 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 <laughs> I don't know. I'm so, I'm so frustrated because – what you watched out here was a team that was a way better team than Clemson was. And Trevor Lawrence had completed less than 50% of his passes. Travis Etienne had less than 40 yards rushing. 75 yards or less for Justin Ross and for T. Higgins. Ohio State had 550 yards of offense, or however many they had. Just Fields threw for almost 350 yards. Yeah, but get back to the other part. I mean, they, they punt the ball down to the six-yard line. I think it was late. They've got Clemson backed up just like they want yep. to have them, and boom, the bugaboo of big plays bites this Ohio State defense again, like crazy, they did last. Right? It was year crazy. Long, it didn't I know, well, but the bottom line is they still had the game. They still had a grip on the game and couldn't hang on to it. And then in the end, they get a drive together that's going right down the railroad track, and a play where Chris Olave thinks Chris Fields is scrambling. He cuts off his post cut and turns it into a corner cut. Uh, Chris Field, Justin Fields goes ahead and throws the post cut. It's intercepted. Game over. Season over. You know that that was part of it too. I think yeah, I mean, a lot of this 
is going to be about the officiating. You cannot ever blame a game on that solely. No. They certainly added up against it, but on top of that, Ohio State is dealing with that. Sean Wade being out. That is a call, but that's if you're talking about the last drive going this way, not having Sean Wade on the field in obvious passing situations is a big deal for Ohio State. J.K. Dobbins, uh, such a great start. Obviously had the drops, a little bit of a mixed bag for him, and, and this will likely be the last game of his career at Ohio State. But the injury, he was clearly not himself. Anytime he was trying to run left, he could not plant yeah. out of field. He still gritted out that. that His cut out. on the big time touchdown run was, he couldn't do that stuff anymore. And that was that was J.K. Dobbins at his best. He still made some plays on that final drive In the as a receiver, game. but it, it wasn't enough. And on, on top of that, there's no way you could ever convince me that Justin Fields got back to full strength on that knee. No. I know there was all this conversation and speculation throughout the week that you know they were you know, sandbagging with him, and then the knee was just gamesmanship for the knee brace. No. Look at the – compare him to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is a fine dual-threat athlete, or at least can make some plays with his legs than he did tonight. But he is not a better runner than Justin Fields, and Clemson had no problem running their quarterback, and Ohio State couldn't do it. I just think keep thinking back to that uh, earlier in the week when Justin Fields reminded everybody that Trevor Lawrence is a good runner. <laughs> it kind of went over everybody's head, you know. Without Trevor Lawrence being able to run – they don't win this game tonight. I'm talking about Clemson because they lost T. Higgins for a half with that, you know, uh, hit to the head. Miraculously, he came back in the second half. Just a brief concussion. Yeah, exactly. Catches that two-point conversion, which you know. But but the bottom line is, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, when the game was on the line, he delivered plays. You get no matter what else went on, he did deliver plays. And we can talk about the officiating all you want, but the bottom line is they. They made plays with the game yeah. on the line. And Ohio State looked like it was going to do the exact same thing, and then boom, it's, it's what over. we talked about yesterday uh, on Friday at the, the final preview show. The game was going to come down to players making plays. And when it came down to it, Clemson's players made the plays when they when they needed to. When I say the players, I mean Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence because they gashed Ohio State with him out of the backfield anytime that uh, Tough Borlander was on the field. Uh, it seemed to be a... a Difficult matchup. Malik Harrison misses a, a tackle on the first 54-yard touchdown in the backfield. It should have been a loss, and instead it ends up going for a touchdown. The second one's just a great play, the little jump pass. So, you know, yeah. This Clemson team's won Tim 29. Tim Tebow. This team's won 29 games in a row. It's a very good football team, and Ohio State had them dead to rights. The Buckeyes were beat by themselves first, beat by officials second, and beat by Clemson third. I'm not sure if I completely agree with that. Order, I don't, I don't completely they, agree with that either. They were also beat well, by the field. Tell me what you feel. They also were beat by the field at times. And oh, I, I just got to tell you, I mean, I'm sure you guys could see it on TV. Uh, this field is absolute garbage. Uh, and Josh Proctor, I'm sure, will be thinking about that forever on the Trevor Lawrence run. Yeah. Uh, he slips. Uh, Jeff Lakuda slipped. Uh, Burn, you were talking about the KJ Hill holding in the end mm -hmm. zone. He actually slipped going into that. I'm not sure that that was as egregious of a missed call as some others, but I mean, that happened all night long. J.K. Dobbins making a cut. I'm not saying only Ohio State did. The, the, the second long touchdown run, or should have been long touchdown run by J.K. Dobbins, ended because of the field. I mean, it's just, it's a shame that a game of this magnitude has a playing surface that you can't trust. And I know both teams are dealing with it. You have to go with what you have to go. But it was clear that Ohio State was affected by it more than Clemson, and I don't really know why that was the case. It's, I got to tell people it's because of the curse. Yeah, I got to tell people something real quick. We're watching them gather the confetti with blowers that they spent all that time, as Spencer Holbrook pointed out, they spent all that time blowing up into the air, and now they're trying to blow it all back together. 
And so they're blowing it to one side and then it's coming to the other and having to blow it back the other way. Futility. It's, this is the uh, Fiesta Bowl debacle yeah. at its finest. That they don't even know how to handle the <laughs> confetti. Uh, it's sort of been the whole way this whole week has gone <laughs> yeah. out here with, with the rain and, and some other issues that need not be discussed on this show. But Let me ask you a question. How do you think? I think Justin Fields played pretty damn good tonight. He threw for over 300, 320 yards. Uh, he had some moments he'd like back. Obviously, the two interceptions, he only thrown one all year. You knew a great defense. There were a couple more he could have thrown earlier in the year. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. uh, but it's just for it to end that way for a season, for him to end the way it ended on that last play, when he's going to take some blame, Chris Olave is taking all the, all blame, the blame if he yep. can. It's just crazy considering how much those two guys meant to this football team this year. And beyond that, you know, he's going to have a chance to make up for that next year. And I think these Ohio, this Ohio State team is going to be uh, back in a college football playoff. I firmly believe that with all the pieces they have. But yeah, you're starting to look now at this future where uh, Jeff Halfley is going to be gone. Ohio State needs to get uh, some resolution there with Kerry Combs or the next candidate on the list. Mike Yurcich is most likely going to be leaving for Texas in the days ahead. Ryan Day is going to have to rework the coaching staff uh, in that opportunity and mold it how he wants to see fit, most likely. Uh, and now, now you're talking about J.K. Dobbins, the end of his career, Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, um, you know, there are a couple guys like Wyatt Davis he reiterated in the Sean locker room. Wade, Baron back. Browning. I mean, but Sean Wade, these other guys that have NFL decisions, not to mention K.J. Hill, Austin Mack, who had some sensational catches tonight, uh, Jordan Fuller, who got absolutely jobbed uh, for the second time of a touchdown return yeah. on, a, on a call. Yeah, how about that? I mean, it's just – that was as – these are never fun. That was a very somber locker room, and this was a special season to cover. And it's just kind of – it's strange that all the things that – kind of had to materialize to end it in a way that they didn't see coming. Yeah. And they had, you know, and, and, and all of what you just delineated went on tonight. They still had a shot at the end to, to rectify the situation. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, we can discuss that Sean Wade thing all you want. You know, the rule book pretty much states now, if you hit a, a quarterback in the head, yeah, no matter if, I you're, know, if you're dropping your head and I'm, I know this is about this, the differential, but calling that targeting is the wrong you know, yeah. calling calling that intent and targeting is the wrong interpretation of that, and yeah. uh, they 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 will address that because that was they, they've had that was a quarterback to, ducking out of the way. I don't, right I don't in believe that they will correct it because they've had multiple chances to do so. Well, they tweaked so, it a little bit this year. So. It's so easy to put a yellow card system or two violations. Yeah, you have to do that. Uh, that's what I would. I be mean, for. intent has to be a part of the of the call, and it was not in any way obvious or believable that Sean Wade was trying to hit Trevor Lawrence in the head. Right. Sean Wade's six foot one. Trevor Lawrence is six foot six. If he ducks his head, there's a good chance you're going to hit him in the head. Plus, Wade didn't launch. He just he, ran into it. Because and, and it would have been Chase Young's yeah. only participation in a sack tonight, I think. I mean, it's, it's really frustrating because, again, it, when you look back at the all-time devastating Ohio State losses, this one is going to be right near the top. And... Uh, for a program that dealt with the Michigan State loss in 2015, the all the Michigan games in the 90s, uh, this one is going to really stick in people's craw for a long time. Yeah. yeah it's not uh, – hey, we saw a great football game. It was not the one that any of us predicted out here. Uh, well, I predicted 28-24 as final score. So, I, I, I was sort of close, but I, I obviously had the team. I predicted 34-31. Is that the credit you want? or No, no. Okay. But what other credit is there? <laughs> There's none. This dude predicted a Jordan Fuller re, uh, return for I a touchdown. I had that taken away from me. 
the same way that Jordan Fuller and the Buckeyes did tonight. So I feel aggrieved. That added to your bitterness. How many, I will never how forgive did, the did JK get 2,000 yards or not? Uh, he broke the single season record. I don't know what total he finished with. But so well, I was at least he had, half right on. He had 174, I think, rushing. So he, I think he needed like 161 yeah, or something. I think he did 2000? break 2,000. Spencer's back there saying that he got it. So yes, another. But he played his. In there. He played his heart out. I mean, those two drops we talked about. Uh, wow. Yeah, but I mean, those the, are tough. The first one again, and, and these, these were rules you. I just don't understand, and I don't want to belabor the point about officiating. But if he's running with the football and crosses the the plane and then hits the ground with the ball, it's yeah. a touchdown. If, if if a Clemson receiver or any other receiver, let's just throw it out there, just carries the ball up here all the time from now on, if you catch yeah. it and hold it up here and then and then take as many steps as you want, is that not having possession of the football? So yeah. they're being given a, a credit because they're holding it up here because he took four and a half steps they, with the ball. There, there is no justification for what they did. If, if it had been ruled an incomplete pass on the field, I would say the same thing. You yeah. you're probably are not going to overturn it. Yeah. There's a case, you know, to be made for that that you stick with it, and there wasn't enough evidence to overturn. However, every time I looked at it, I saw what Byrne did: a guy who took steps and then turned and then tried to tuck it, and then Jeff Okuda rips it out. Yeah. That is a fumble. That was that had the that play had the potential to be the play of the game. Oh, you yeah. understand what I mean? That would have turned it Ohio it, State's way irrevocably. I do believe it had turned it. Uh, so instead, I don't get my bold prediction. Ohio State doesn't get their win. That's probably uh, more important than uh, something that I wanted to happen in this game or thought was going to happen. Uh, Ohio State comes up short again in the Fiesta Bowl, again against Clemson, 29-23. The season is over, 2019. Ryan Day has his first loss, and they move on to 2020, try to regroup uh, and get back to the college football playoff. We saw a hell of a game year. and a hell of a season, though. We saw a hell of a season this it's year. It's been fun. We're going to keep it going. Uh, just because the season is over doesn't mean we're going to stop covering uh, Ohio State at Letterman Row. We've got a lot more coming for you, and we're going to help set uh, the tone for the new year. That's Tim May. That's Jeremy Birmingham. Spencer Holbrook's behind the camera. I'm Austin Ward. We've appreciated and loved every second of covering this year, and we're going to get ready for 2020, and we'll see you in it.